Welcome to the Harnessing Happiness podcast. Upbeat vibes generated and transferred to you. Now here's your host, Sarah J. Naylor. Hello and welcome to Harnessing Happiness with myself, Sarah J. Naylor. Thank you so much for tuning in and joining me. Today I have a fabulous guest, Catherine Aranis, with me today. I'm going to hand over to her so she can fully introduce herself um, and then we can get cracking because this is going to be a really interesting interview. Over to you, Catherine. Oh, thanks, Sarah. Yes, I'm Catherine. Um, I make music for all sorts of different things. Um, So under the name Belightful Music, I make music with healing properties. Um, We can attune your chakras, get them all into alignment uh, with music. I also tune to the Fibonacci sequence. So for all you geeks out there familiar with it, it's just a number sequence. And when I tune A to 432 hertz, as opposed to concert pitch, which is 440 hertz, all the other frequencies fall into alignment with Fibonacci. And Fibonacci, we're surrounded by it, it's all over in nature, it's within the human body. We hear the music through the cochlea and all that, that's a Fibonacci spiral right there. And, and all sorts of other dimensions within the body. We just absorb, all it is is sound waves and we absorb those at a much more healthy level when the music's tuned to 432 hertz. It's just fascinating, it really is, because I mean, I'm I'm not a musical, I mean, I love music, I really do love music, and I obviously understand about chakras, and for people that don't understand about chakras, because I'm sure there are quite a few people going, what's a chakra? (laughs) Catherine will explain, um, probably more eloquently than myself, because she's also a Reiki master, and she's done a lot of energy work. But it's uh, the key points through it throughout our body. But Catherine, over to you. If you'd like to explain the chakra system more eloquently than myself. <laughs> right. When I was training to be uh, to be Reiki master, I stumbled upon all the research about each chakra. So we've seven main chakras, and it starts with the root chakra, which is the base of the spine. Now each chakra is based upon. Um, a bija mantra it's got a frequency it's got a tonality it's got a color and it's got all sorts of different things like the food that you eat uh, you can even sort your chakras out just by eating different colored foods and mm. things like that yeah. so when I learned all this I think I was around 1920 um, and and I was studying to be a musician I've always I'm always going to be a musician uh, but it actually took me till age 30 to, to put this together which, which I guess is quite a long time. But I just had to integrate everything, I think, first of all, and make sense of it in my own mind. So my first idea was I need to make this album. It's going to be called Pure Chakra. And track one is going to have all the elements that sort the root chakra out. So it's based on the Bija Mantra. It's in the key of C major and all the frequencies are there. I build up harmonies on the Ooh. C major chord. So the signature sound of delightful music is this layered up vocal. I triple track and, and double that up as well. And the harmonies, the counterpoint, it's just layered up with just beautiful harmony which is it's just nice music despite you know there's all the frequency stuff in there as well for the root (laughs) chakra but it is just nice music to listen to it's very much music not just frequency i'm a musician first so 
Track one is, they're all between six and seven minutes long each track and you can just have it playing in the background. Track one will bring that root chakra into alignment gently each time you listen to it. Then track two moves to the sacral, which is the tonality of D major. It's got a different Bijan mantra. So all the elements are in for track two, track three, the solar plexus, track four, the heart, throat chakra, third eye, and crown so the seven main main tracks on the album and then there's a grounding track to finish off with just to rebalance and bring you back into the here and now oh it just sounds amazing i am definitely going to have to get that and download it or get on to is it on spotify or is it where is it People that one's not on that. spotify it's only available from www.belightfulmusic.co.uk Oh, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. It just sounds so lovely. Because I mean, when I when I do meditation and things like that, it's lovely to have that kind of music. But actually, if you, you've got that music that's healing you, because as you say, I mean, we are all made up of, well, we're all made up of cells and atoms that are just, I should say, atoms that are vibrating at a certain frequency. So th- that word in itself, that vibration is what resonates, what goes through us. And like you say, we've, we've all got it, plant life, human life, animal life, and everything. There's, that, there's a vibration going through all of us at any one time. And it's about having that positivity, that positive energy, and whether that's in sort of an upbeat sort of laugh and a good conversation or whether it's through music, it resonates, doesn't it, through the body? And that's what makes us sort of lifts us or brings us down. And you can heal, like you were just saying as well about food colours and things like that. You know, if you're eating all the right, uh, uh, they call it a rainbow, don't they, for, you know, rainbow of colours on your plate. But the music is is so powerful. It's so powerful for all of us, isn't it? There's so much evoked through sounds, sound waves, energy, and the frequency of music. I mean, going back into, as you say, you referred to your studies. I mean, you studied, you were um, jazz music or jazz? My degree is jazz, yeah. The, yes. the things I'd done before that, I'm classically trained. Um, my B-Tech was in popular music, but yeah, the degree was in jazz, yeah. What does it cover when, you, when you're studying jazz? I mean, I, I say, I have snapshots of jazz <laughs> and I, I like the bits of jazz that I've heard, but it's great. But what do you do when you're studying it? Well, there's a lot of history and, well, there's a lot of harmony because jazz music, the harmony behind jazz music is really complex. It's not like pop music where you might just get three or four chords in a whole song on a pop song. Um, jazz is very much, there's a lot of theory and, and harmony knowledge that to and the improvisation then to to go over certain chords and the, the extensions of the chords. Yeah, I found it really difficult actually. I, I'm not a natural jazz I didn't really enjoy playing jazz until after I graduated (laughs) (laughs) not so much pressure then (laughs) yeah exactly exactly and I'm so glad I did I persevered through because because gee I wanted to quit every day of that course (laughs) (laughs) what kept you going then that's really interesting what because obviously you just said I wanted to quit every but what kept you going and what was it that sort of obviously as you say there's a sense of achievement and completing it but you enjoyed it afterwards but what kept you going well you see I started on the classical but then I decided I didn't want to be a concert pianist and the the college didn't want to lose funding for for me as a Mm -hmm. student so they were wanted to put me onto a different course within the college because I was adamant I needed to leave that course so they said just try the jazz and I'm like I'm not really into jazz I don't really get it I can't improvise I don't know what a Jeff Sharp demolished chord is oh my gosh (laughs) a Jeff Sharp it sounded like to me I was going to say who's he (laughs) yeah exactly I didn't even know what instrument Miles Davis played you know that 
you know, there were a lot of gaps in, in my head. <laughs> but I said, okay, I'll give it a go. And what, what I was learning was so far removed from anything else I'd learned. I knew what I was learning was really essential to be a musician that I wanted to be. And I thought, I'm going to stick this out and just work my socks off and get my head around it and just practice until I've got it. So you really kind of set an intention to complete it then, to, to, to go with that challenge and just get it done so that you could be the musician you wanted to be. I did, but I mean, I was in a really dark place at the time. I'd got a broken heart and moved oh. away from home. You know, there was a lot of things happening. I think I was probably depressed. Oh, no. And the thing that turned it around for me was a little book called The Midas Method by Stuart mm. Goldsmith, which my dad gave me. It's like it was for business people, really, all about goal setting and really achieving big things that you set your mind to. And... And also, my dad had this tape series by Peter Thompson, tapes, this is how far back we're going, cassettes, uh, and it was called Accomplishment. And because I was driving to Leeds every day, because um, I moved back home because I was in such a dark place, and driving to Leeds and back every day, I had these tapes on, which, which was Peter Thompson talking about how you can accomplish anything you want to accomplish, how wow. to get that positive mindset. And, and that led me into the world of, of mind-body stuff, really, because it's all, it's all saying the same things. And, yeah, that's, I wouldn't be the person today had I not been through all of that back then. It, well, exactly. I mean, that is, that is it, isn't it? It's the bumps in the road, the experiences they have and the choices that we make. And as you say, listening to that as you're on, on that commute, on that drive, and just feeding your brain and your subconscious with all that sort of positive mindset stuff and understanding what it is that you need to do to accomplish what you wanted to accomplish is just fantastic so it's kind of it's almost it was you're having an in-car coach really weren't you <laughs> that's what you'd got and it's just so powerful and if you if you embrace that and you you're ready for you know making something happen you know when you actually listen to that and take on board what you need to take on board as you say you can achieve what you want to achieve which is which is absolutely amazing and you, you obviously you did get your degree and you you've got a lot of instruments that you play haven't you so which which are, in fact I was going to ask you what makes you a happy person and obviously it's music but it can what makes you a happy person is it the music the instruments you play because you play a range of instruments well I play piano flute and saxophone and I also sing um I would say I think when I'm improvising that's that's when I'm at my happiest because I don't, I don't even know why. I don't know. It's just that creativity <laughs> that yeah, just yeah. sort of, it's right side brain activity, isn't it? And it, it's just, it's just getting that when, when you're improvising, you can't really be thinking of anything else. Well, I can't. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting though, because you said on your degree, when it was coming to the jazz bit, you said, oh, I, don't, I can't do improvisation. And now you're saying this is the bit that you really enjoy. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I hated it at college. I hate anything that, uh, there's a solo coming up. Ah! <laughs> yeah. You see, no, you did that R uh, in tune. I did that R. Uh, I, have, I have, don't have a musical bone in my body. It's like, oh. I think it's a bit more like Tarzan then. <laughs> But yeah, so now you now you improvise. But I mean, I've listened to the music that you play, you know, you, the, the, the bits that I've, I've seen that come down from sort of YouTube and the other bits that I've heard, and um, 
it's just beautiful. I mean, it's just such, oh, the music that you play is gorgeous and how you play it is just magical. Because you do weddings and things like that. That must be a really happy gig to do. Yeah, once I've gotten down the aisle and the pressure's off, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it always a traditional here comes the bride music or not? No, very rarely. I play for a lot of civil ceremonies. So oh, okay. you can walk down the aisle to anything pop song anything what's been your favorite uh, song to play to people who are going down the aisle probably like something you would never expect like i did a rock song i did a really nice version of quite a heavy rock song by thunder called when love walked in oh wow yeah and and i do like just a beautiful arrangement of it and I went all the way to Wales to play at someone's wedding because they wanted it live playing for them to walk down the aisle oh, my version of, of that song so I love it when I love doing my own arrangement of an unexpected song that you wouldn't expect a piano solo or just you know female soft vocalist to, mm. to cover yeah, yeah which who are your favorite artists at the moment then at the moment, um, I mean, I really like Dua Lipa, I like Harry Styles. Yes, oh, yes. It's a bit young Harry for me, Styles. but <laughs> <laughs> I was just two years younger. <laughs> <laughs> I love current pop music, and because I play saxophone out, you know, with mm. DJs and things, that keeps me current. Yes. In fact, yeah. Uh, the latest thing that I just love doodling about with are like heavy dance music or, oh, okay. or like dance music from the 90s or something like that, like um, Castles in the Sky. Mm -hmm. I do a beautiful piano arrangement of it, which is totally unexpected or, you know, an ultranate one. And is it always music that makes you happy or are there other things that sort of you find happiness in? Or, you know, what are your sort of go-to happy things well i mean i do yoga i do i do a lot of oh, things because okay. i know but that's sort of that's not like happy that's just mm. feel good yes well-being yeah 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 I, and I'll, i just love feeling good physically I'm, mm -hmm. i like to just to raise your vibration there's a billion things you can do to to raise your vibration and make sure you're feeling good and then then you'll be happy whatever it is that you're doing then you'll be happy then <laughs> if you are sort of feeling a bit sort of fed up i mean there's, there's always music that you can go to and put on that lifts you do you have any specific tracks that you like that you lift that lift you i do like for empowerment these, these are what you should have in your toolbox as well oh um, that's interesting oh yes i like this yeah so <laughs> top tips and toolbox come on yeah <laughs> So my one is for for like really if I if I just need to get in the be really focused on what I'm doing and feel really good. Wild women do, you know, from Pretty Woman. Wild women do, and Ooh, they don't yeah. regret it. <laughs> Love that. That's Fabulous. like me go out and get them. Yes, song. yes. <laughs> Ones that just just send me off, like Kate Bush. Oh yes. Some you know oh. just to. Yeah, just feel yeah. a bit wild. Yeah. Love some Kate Bush. Absolutely love some Kate Bush. Did you like the, um, oh, mind you, it's probably about 15 years ago now. I can't remember what album it was called. It's a double album. I preferred the older stuff when I, when I listened to that. I mean, I like mm. the Running Up the Hill and I love, yes. I love all the Babushka. I love all yes, that. Yes, absolutely. Army Dreamers and yes. Wuthering Heights, of course, of yes. course. Yeah. And now then, I have to ask you on, on, on a completely random note, do you like... Noel Fielding's <laughs> version of Wuthering Heights when he did it for Comic Relief all those years ago. And he did it, 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 it obviously because he's very much a performance artist. It was hilarious. And if you've not seen it, do watch it. Noel Fielding doing a Wuthering 
Kate Bush's Wuthering Heights. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so I was going to ask you as well, because obviously you have got a positive mindset. And I know you referred to the challenges that you went through when you were studying and clearly what you've dad had given you to listen to in terms of the it was um, Peter Thompson you said and there's also a book you mentioned as well which was the Midas method but that was sort of kind of back then how do you use your positive mindset these days to overcome any challenging situations is there anything that you you know you do differently or is it very much the same because that was back then and obviously that's brought you into the person you are today but uh, I mean, obviously, life still has a habit of throwing things at us challenge-wise along the way. It does. And you use the word habit there. And I think now everything that I learned back then now is habitual to me. Ah, so yes. when like I know myself now, so I know mm-hmm. like I'm goal orientated so I can work towards the end point and that mm-hmm. will keep me on track doing what I need to do. So I I mentioned that I've been accompanying for exams today. Now, the pieces I had to play for the children's exams today were very, very challenging, like, really? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and the stress of, of having to get it right for the, of course. For the child, it, it, that, that's really, really challenging. And I just have to programme myself to, mm. to stay on track with the practice regime that I'd set myself I'm, I'm time orientated more than goal orientated actually so I said to myself if I practice two hours a day that's the, that's the best that I can do I can't give more than two hours to this a day yes. <laughs> quite frankly I'm not getting paid enough but <laughs> no exactly but you want to do the best job that you can do yes. so it's, it, that's for you personally uh, as well as isn't it yes and I'm happy to put two hours a day into practicing the pieces that I had to play all, all of the pieces for, for a few mm-hmm. children so and so I had to within myself go right I'm doing two hours a day and that's it I I need to do that I'll get to the end point then Mm -hmm. and uh, and just to keep focusing on how you feel when it finishes and I think that's that's one especially if you if you're in bad habits with eating or anything like that just think how will you feel after you've eaten that will you feel good or will mm. you feel a bit stodged out and heavy? Because yes. I like to feel light. I mean, I feel like a fairy most of my life. So, and I, oh, I, don't I wish wanna... I could. Fa- I wish I could say the same. Oh really? <laughs> oh. See, I love. I love feeling light, and I yes. do. And anything that's gonna stop me from feeling light, I, I'm not drawn to anymore. I'm really not drawn to the fish and chips, you know. <laughs> yeah. No, that, do you know what? That's really interesting though, because you're, what you're sort of talking about is that future pacing. You're sort of projecting yourself into the future to understand how you feel when you have completed a task or you've eaten something or whatever you've done. And it's such a powerful coaching technique to actually implement that. And I love the structure that you've put to sort of that creating a goal because you're creating there's a time bound in there because that is an important part in itself of goal setting you know it's like this is what I want to achieve when do I want to achieve it by how am I going to go about it what options I've got what resources I've got and like you've that's just so classical (laughs) is that you've 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 shaped it in that way and as much this is what I need to do how much time I'm prepared to give to it, what options I've got. Well, I've only got so much time, and but the, the motivation to do it, that will, that drive, is how good you'll feel after you've done it. And also, obviously, supporting the students, getting their uh, getting their qualification. That's brilliant. I really like that. Thank you very much. And they, these, all of this wonderful stuff is, you know, kind of answering one of the other questions I was going to ask you, which was, you know, top tips for people who are listening to us talking right now. Um, 
but you've come up with so many already <laughs> you know, in terms of having music in your toolbox and having, you know, that sort of outcome in mind and feeling feeling light. I'm going to go with that one, you know, I'm going to steal that one. I'm thinking, mm, will I feel light when I've finished eating that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. The cheese on toast I had for lunch probably didn't make me feel that way, but it did <laughs> fill a gap. <laughs> Yeah, well, when when you come accustomed to feeling light, I mean, if if you've never really felt light, then it, it's really tricky. And if you haven't, or if the, if you're listening to this podcast, sort of fresh, these are like new ideas that you've never thought of before. I think my best advice would be to think about your thinking, because that's your first little mm-hmm. thing that that you can't let go any lower than a certain point. And often we're worrying about things without even realizing we've just sat there worrying about something. And all you're doing mm-hmm. is throwing negativity at whatever it is that you're worrying about. And you're not even aware of it. So that consciousness, that awareness, that's yes. the first thing. We aren't our mind. We can step away from our mind and we can observe what we're thinking. It's, it's, it's a fascinating subject when you start to talk about it, and you, when you're embracing it for the first time. But you aren't your thoughts. You aren't your behaviour. You can change at any given time. And the mind is just like a computer that you just you can change the programme. But you, it's separating yourself out and recognising and listening and observing what your thoughts are and then taking the time to sort of reframe them, to change them, to think differently. Uh, but like you were saying, you referenced earlier, is that what you do now has become habitual and it takes practice, like your, your journey to university. There was that practice, that continued practice and you've trained your brain, you, that me- muscle memory in the brain has been sort of conditioned and you start to, to think that way. And that's why these bad habits come into place because you just keep on practicing the bad habit and it becomes so natural. <laughs> but you can you can overcome that, can't you? You can rewrite that. Yeah, you can totally re- rewire your brain in that way as well. And I think just to challenge yourself with, with certain things instead of just coasting through your life and then you, you do become thinking of just the th- same things over and over again and, and you know, not, not adding anything fresh into there. Whereas like just the pieces that I've just been practicing on piano, they've connected a whole new thing in my brain because it's something new, it's something I've worked on, something that's connected everything else. So I think a challenge now and again is really good for our brains as well. I, I've, I sort of underwent lots of sort of additional training to do with social media and things like that. I won't go into all the details of it, but I sort of signed up, I, I sort of double booked myself, if you like, <laughs> for six months. And that was very brain stretching. It was like learning something new in a foreign language because people were talking about funnels and lead magnets and masterclasses and ma- memberships. You go, what, 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 what? I don't understand all this words and terminology. And I've now taken a step back and Dude, I think I can just give myself a bit of a break. It's getting that, but it's it's getting that balance, isn't it? It really is getting that balance. So, what are you working on these days? What are you What are you currently doing? I've got a podcast theme that I'm writing the theme tune music for. So that's that's what I'm doing work wise. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also working on a sleep rap. <laughs> oh, that sounds so, interesting. Yeah, it, the I'm not doing the rap. Don't worry, I'm not. Doing the <laughs> oh God, to I was going to say, Catherine, come on. <laughs> Yeah. I'm working with something else, so I'm I'm doing the uh, the background music to it, and then the words to the rap encompasses a lot of different things about sleep, aimed at sort of twelve plus years old. So we need to try and make sleep uh, cool for for the kids. I've done a lot of sleep stuff for babies and toddlers and younger children and sleep wow. songs. They're available on Spotify and everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but now the the next stage category that we really need to target for their own mental health 
is is the teenage years where they're on computer games they're on screens they're not sleeping properly they don't respect sleep they don't see how important it is they don't realize that when when you're tired they're probably being so tired over weeks and weeks and weeks of staring at a screen you make bad decisions about what you eat you can't be bothered to eat properly and you do make a lot of bad decisions you can't concentrate you're not going to do well in the classroom and it's so important to respect sleep so this this rap is sort of highlighting all those areas making it cool it's still got the healing frequencies in there of the background music yes. underneath the rap yeah <laughs> excellent we like that yeah. you're programming their subconscious without them realizing i know what you're up to Catherine. <laughs> yes It's interesting that you should say that. Um, I mean, I've always been, I mean, I have to say I've been a very lucky person all my life because I'm not, I've not been an anxious person. I sleep, my head hits the pillow, I'm out cold. You know, things can, all sorts can be going on. I don't hear a thing. And I've inherited that from my dad. But, you know, it is so important. And I've not had a television in my room for years because it's just not healthy. And any tech in your room, I mean, I take my mobile phone into the bedroom, but literally it's switched off. I don't have it switched on because any interference with your you know you 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 your sleep patterns you you know the radio waves that go into your head that play around with it's the um the REM sleep well all, all of your sleep pattern to be perfect and, and even at these watch this is me doing visuals on a on a podcast again I'm showing <laughs> I am showing for the benefit <laughs> everybody my uh, my smart watch which I wear because I just like to sort of track things particularly when I've been out running but I know a lot of people wear them to sleep in and I think well no because that connectivity with the body you're sending pulses through your body because it's picking things up and you don't want to connect with anything at all while you sleep and I think you can then get into a pattern of thinking well how have I slept oh well they're then getting anxious because the watch is telling you something like no just go to sleep and if you've got things that are on your mind write them down and get them out of your head so you can actually have a peaceful night's sleep don't have any tech in your room and sadly my son did have tech in his room I didn't want him to but in sort of the size of the house that I'd got it wasn't really sort of any option but I've always encouraged him to sort of switch it off and and it's sad to hear what you've actually said that they're not respecting sleep because they're so used to spending that time in the screen but it's just so bad yeah massive problem at the moment with teenage children so what are your plans with it how are you going to actually get that out to everybody because that's that's a really really important thing to do with you know for the generations to come well hopefully we're going to get that animated um that costs a lot of money so we need funding for that um mm-hmm. but yeah to get it animated to because they're all on tiktok and the social media side and hopefully uh, that will get where it needs to be and mm-hmm. and get out yeah. there in the world and make a difference. You talk about working with people, and cre- I know you mentioned the podcast, but creating music that's sort of in sync with somebody's vibration. If somebody wants some background music for their videos or mm-hmm. a little musical ident to go with an animated logo, for example, in, in the start of your video or, or anything like that, or for your podcast theme music, um, I create music according to how they want their audience to feel. So different. So if you want your audience to feel, for example, uh, I did some music for a holiday company, they need their audience to feel sunny and light and relaxed, but also really safe in, in the current climate, safe mm-hmm. to go on holiday. So I tied in all those frequencies and the, and the chakras, the tonalities that I use, tied it all in with that. 
and um, with the tempo and, and all sorts of subliminal stuff that you, that you would never pick up on all went into making that music and that law of attraction kicks in there as well and attracts the right audience as well as making their audience feel a certain way. I think that's just magical because when I was um, putting together the music with Pete, the wonderful podcast producer, <laughs> he'll be listening. <laughs> we went down a real rabbit hole of all the sort of pre-produced music that you have to try and find and it was really difficult to find the right music for my harnessing happiness podcast because there's so much stock stuff out there but it's it's how it's been sort of logged and put out there and I didn't want something that sounded like a burst of sort of TV news theme or I didn't want something that was so crazy that was manic but I wanted something that was upbeat that was happy that for that sort of you know, the opening music to the podcast and it's just getting it right so actually have something created would have been uh, would have been wonderful but uh, I have that noted in my notebook of my head now <laughs> it's to the next one. Oh, Catherine thank you so much so much for your time today it's been an absolute pleasure how do people get hold of you if they would like some branding some music to send their children to sleep or they just want to know more about you for hiring you for weddings or just to make them feel generally happy because obviously music as we've said does make you really happy it lifts you up and if you've got something you've got anchored in you 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 know it's a go-to track just you can just go to it and then you can yeah, tune into Catherine's idea of feeling light before what you eat and go, hmm, that's a good one. I love that. I'm keeping that. <laughs> yeah, well, the, so for the live music stuff, um, that's just my name, Catherine with a C, Ranus, R-A-N-N for Norman US. And then for the healing side of the music and the audio branding, that's all under Billightful Music. That's B for Bertie, Billightful Music. If you're listening and you've got to this part, <laughs> do, do tune into uh, Catherine's website and go and treat yourself to some music because she's got lots of stuff on YouTube as well. And uh, I shall be getting the uh, the Chakra album. I want to get that downloaded, so I shall have better get onto your website <laughs> and treat myself. Thank you again so much. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, Catherine. Um, and thank you for listening to Harnessing Happiness with myself, Sarah J. Naylor. And if you've enjoyed this episode, please do uh, rate, subscribe, follow, <laughs> do whatever it is you do. And yeah, it would be great if you could leave a review as well. So thank you very much and see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Harnessing Happiness podcast with Sarah J. Naylor. If you took value from the content, please follow the show on your podcast app. And to find out more about Sarah's ape mindset, visit sarahjnaylor.com. That's sarahjnaylor.com.